what I'm really keen on is to get developers using application security tools, but they need to be using the right tools. I think Zap is an ideal tool for them, and it's something they can use very early on in the development lifecycle. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. This is your host, Mark Miller. In today's program, I talk with Simon Bennett, project lead for the OWASP Z Attack Project, or ZAP for short. Simon is working on a user-friendly tool for integrated penetration testing of web applications. Our discussion took place at AppSec USA 2013 in New York City. We begin with an overview of the ZAP project and talk about how it came about. It is a tool for finding vulnerabilities in web applications. Obviously, it's free and open source. I'm claiming it's now one of the most popular OWASP projects. Um, not quite as popular as the top 10, maybe, mm -hmm. but it's one of the, it's the most active tool. Um, we've got loads of people working on it. So, yeah, a lot's happening at the moment. Tell me about the project from a 15,000-foot overview. What is the project? It's a tool that people can use for finding vulnerabilities in web applications. It started off very much as a tool that I was aiming at developers. My background's in development, and I wanted a, I was looking for a tool to help me learn about application security, mm -hmm. uh, and I couldn't find the right sort of tool, so I ended up creating it in a way. And then I started telling people about the people who I work with about it, and I decided to release it as open source. I was trying to, I was definitely aiming at developers and people new to, new to application mm -hmm. security, but then a lot of security people kept on coming up to me and saying, well, it's not just for developers, we're using it as well. Yeah, just over eight, uh, 18 months ago, Mozilla made me an offer I couldn't refuse, so I'm now working for them. I'm working on Zappa for a lot of my time, so I'm using it. Many other people in the Mozilla security team are for doing pen tests. A lot of professional pen testers are using it, but a lot of developers and people new to application security are using it, which is great. Talking about pen test, that's basically production-ready testing. What's going on in the development cycle? What I'm really keen on is to get developers using application security tools, and but they need to be using the right tools. I think Zap is an ideal tool for them, and it's something they can use very early on in the development lifecycle. Uh, what a lot of developers, I mean, a lot of developers like myself, are very keen on unit tests. Uh, mm -hmm. Unit tests are absolutely great. Uh, I'm a big fan of them. They're a kind of sanity check that you haven't made any really serious mistakes. You don't ship just because your unit tests pass. You still get QA to have a look at your application and test it properly. But unit tests are a great way to just to know that you haven't gone horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of developers um, developing web applications have a system where you have a build tool which drives something like Selenium, which then drives your browser, which um, drives the application. And you can set up unit tests which test your application from the functional point of view. But what you can do is then you can ch just change that slightly so that you're proxying that browser through Zap. And so essentially what you're doing is you are teaching Zap how that application works based on your unit tests. And then you can actually get, drive Zap directly from your build tool 
to kick off the spider and the scanner and you can automate a lot of security tests. Mm -hmm. uh, now as I'm sure most people into security know, uh, you can't automate all tests. There are a lot of things you, can, you can't find automatically. You have to have somebody who knows what they're looking for. But there are still a lot of things you can automate. Uh, and those are the sort of things that are great for this sort of setup. What that means is you can actually find things like cross-site scripting, SQL injection very early on. So you can actually check some code in uh, and you, maybe you forget to escape a certain parameter um, within an hour. Uh, your regression test can run, your security regression test to run, and you can get an alert to say that you've got a cross-site scripting vulnerability. And you can fix that really early on in the development lifecycle. And I think that's very important, because the earlier we find these things, the earlier we can fix them, and the earlier we can identify that there are problems, and that could be um, a lack of process, a lack of training. But you can identify, you know, you get somebody new into your development team, and they start putting a lot of vulnerabilities in inadvertently, you can identify that and then you can actually address it with training and make sure that they come up to speed. Um, and that means that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean that security, we won't need pen testers coming in, but when they do come in, uh, and that's typically much later in the development life cycle, hopefully they won't find all the silly mistakes and they can just start looking at the interesting vulnerabilities. It's great that we can get the new code up to snuff as it is. What about legacy? How are you handling legacy? Well, I mean, that will work if you've got your regression tests. You know, you can still do this, but you have to understand what state your legacy code is in, so you need to test it. And that could be completely automated, or it could be a combination of automation and manual, or completely manual. Somehow is that part of that? Zap can be part of that, mm -hmm. part of that process. I think there are lots of different ways you can use that. You can use Zap as a point-and-shoot tool. You can just put a URL in, mm -hmm. and it will fire off the spider, and then it will fire off the active scanner. That'll work, but if, say, you've got authentication on your site, you'll probably just hit the, the login page and <laughs> yeah. see nothing else. So you can also try use your browser and proxy through Zap and explore your application that way. That's more effective and more realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, I've already mentioned you can use uh, your regression test for exploring the application. So those are three different ways, but then, of course, you start... Uh, then you get into the professional pen testing way and you start right. exploring the application and then using some of the extra tools that Zappa's got to um, do more s serious and sophisticated tests. How many people are working on the project? It varies. I'm the only person I'm aware of who's getting paid to work on Zap mm -hmm. uh, by Mozilla. But I think last year we had a total of 28 people committed code, over 50 people um, translating Zap. So Zap is now translated or being translated into more than 20 languages wow. now. Wonderful. And we, I've just started uh, writing down uh, on the wiki. We've got a section for Zap evangelists. So people who will um, already or are already talking or giving courses about Zap or want to do that. And I've forgotten how many people we've got. At least 20 people signed up for that as well. So you're the driving force behind it. What, what's the vision for the coming future, the near future? One of the things we've done recently, an initiative from Mozilla, which is called Plug and Hack, and we realised that it was difficult, it was often very difficult to configure browsers to work with security tools. And that's a pain for security professionals, but it's much more of a problem for people new to application security. So we really wanted to make that much easier. Uh, mm. Plug and Hack Phase 1 did that, but we also realised that we could actually expose some of the functionality of the security tool into the browser so you could actually invoke the 
security tool from within your browser, uh, which is very useful. And, and I, I think we're just kind of scratching the surface on what we can do with that. And we wanted to make sure that that wasn't just Firefox and it wasn't just Zap. So we tried to make it into a de facto standard. Uh, and we've got various other security tools that have adopted it, uh, like OWTF and Burp have. We've always planned a, a second phase, and that is actually exposing some of the browser functionality into the security tool. And that's mm. something I will be demoing tomorrow, hopefully. If someone would like to help your project, what do you need? Just them to get in touch. There's loads and loads of different ways um, you can get involved in Zap. Obviously, there's programming. There's also there's the translations. There's giving talks and demos, uh, documentation. Any way you can think of helping would be delighted to hear from anybody. Uh, we've got a user group. We've got a developer group. Those are probably the best ways to get in touch, but you can also get in touch with me directly. I'm fairly easy to find online. Uh, anything to do with Zappel should be involved. So yeah, please get in touch and we'll find out. There'll, there'll always be things to do. You're here at AppSec USA. Yep. You came over from Manchester. Yep. What are you going to... What are you excited about seeing here? One of, one of the things I am quite excited about is that we're running a Zap Hackathon to, um, on Thursday, oh. which is the first <laughs> time I've done that. Mm -hmm. uh, we've never tried that before, so that'll be interesting and probably challenging. Uh, I've got no idea if anyone will turn up or if too many people will turn up. Not, we can't have too many people, but mm -hmm. lots of people. It might be different challenges. Uh, so I'm very interested to see that. Uh, how that goes, but I'm just interested. You know, it's great meeting with people. I yeah. talk to a lot of people online, exchange a load of emails and tweets and everything. But it's not the same as talking to people face to face. It's great putting faces to names, meeting up with people I've met before, meeting up with new people. Yes, there'll be some great talks. I'm sure about that. But there's so many great talks. That, you know, my plan is to catch up with as many as, po them yeah. as possible afterwards, watching the videos. Uh, so for me, it's really meeting people and talking and chatting and uh, grabbing a couple of beers with them as well. So I've been talking with Simon Bennett from the Zap Project. Thank you for coming all the way over from Manchester. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.